strength It's a sword of power Sword of power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super Christmas was over and everyone was getting pissed. Unlocking new modes of power and rage that the presents are gone. Is there anything worse? I mean, is there anything worse? Is there? Is there anything worse? Find out this week. I'm going out super. <laughs> I can't think of a single thing that's worse. Not a single one. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Balling Out Super. super. I'm your host, Katie Rose Leon. With me, as always, is my fateful friend, Alex Patak. I'm bound by fate and have no presents, Katie. Thanks for having me. You're welcome, <laughs> presentless freightless friend <laughs> and <laughs> homie for life connoisseur of uh film felines and spicy sausages it's hey. hollywood drew kaufman himself hey thanks for having me back guys guest jeremy guest jeremy <laughs> you really could have filled that out by saying uh films felines and females oh well you know what alex <laughs> It really set up a whole different expectation for what this guy would be. <laughs> kind of put hey. him in a corner. Yeah, really paint him in there. Wow, Intellectually, yeah. just like get him right where we want him, so we have the leverage. I think guest Jeremy puts me enough in uh, a shoebox that's hard to get out of. You know what? Don't worry about it. Uh, We're trying to gain that intellectual uh, coercion that we lost from him, from him taking a break. The illusion was that Jeremy kept the show on the rails, but it was really he was the most uh, disruptive out of the three of us, Justin. Really, sounds about right. He kept the show on the rails like Hitler kept the trains running on time, which if you look into it, he didn't. He, yeah. He did not. Did you know that Hitler's he, train was, was named America? I did not know that. Yeah, Is that true? That's really true. Hitler had a train, and he named it America Jealous. because he was so enamored by how uh, America got rid of the uh, Native American people. And then when America declared war on Germany, he changed the name of the train. But it was called right. America. Its <laughs> name is is France now. <laughs> train France. Train France. He's a fancy boy. Who prefers paintings of horses and golden locks on little boys? This is my train, Franz. He is my only friend. He has many hobbies, as do I. And he also exterminated the native peoples of North America. So that's just something two people did. Uh, Hitler and his talking train. What will they come up with this week? Uh, I love where this show is going. Yeah, that's a that's a Taika Waititi film begging to come out. Yeah, Hitler right. and his talking yeah. train. Who else yeah, can the other one was too like every everyone was so on board for the last one. <laughs> they didn't take it one step the other way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 
You can only make one Nazi film. If you make two Nazi films, your yeah. career's ruined. Everybody I mean, you're in Hollywood. You can imagine. I am. The, ki- the kind of brain you need as a producer. There are some people who aren't cut out for it. Like, I don't think I could sit in on the exec room floor and listen to the Taika Waititi pitch and then just, you know, fold the hands. <laughs> what if what if he talked to a train? Yeah. <laughs> I think, my friend, you just haven't had enough $70 lunches. That's really what does yeah. it. I want some oysters, baby. Let's yeah. go. It's an aphrodisiac. We're gonna fuck after this pitch meeting. We're gonna we're gonna fuck that little boy from that movie. All right. I would love hey. to go to a seventy dollar lunch. Yeah. I'll take you next time you're in town. Not that I not that I can afford one, but I have to show off. That's part of being. Is in this Hollywood. some kind of like city program? <laughs> yeah, adopted you. What is everybody up to this week? Huh? Um. Can I talk? It's kind of a weird week, isn't it? Can I talk about my Christmas? Yeah. Katie, I would like to hear about your Christmas. Well, let me paint a picture for you. So oh the week before, I went to Long Island, and then I was like, I will come back and spend Christmas Eve and Christmas with my partner, Matt. Christmas Eve, he calls me to tell me while I was gone he was exposed to COVID, so oh, he had fuck. to quarantine. Then... On Christmas morning, I wake up to find out I have no hot water or heat. (laughs) Oh, no. And then that evening, I get food poisoning. (laughs) Not to um, to put you second, but is Matt okay? He tested negative today. um, Can we see see Matt? He's not here. I'm at my house. Well, he is how quarantined. is that doing? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird that you would say that he's doing fine and then you can't, you know, he can't come to the phone. It's like a weekend at Bernie's kind of thing. I'm not, he's away from me to protect my weak immune system. You That's see. a pretty good I excuse. just think we'd all feel better if we could talk to Matt. I can give you his phone number. I would just like to remind you guys, I just told you a story about how I literally didn't have heat on Christmas. <laughs> Sure. sure well, you Matt. can imagine what it would be like to have too much heat in your forehead because you have a fever because <laughs> you have the novel coronavirus, well, COVID-19. That happened to me next after I shitted out my doo-doo ass and then threw up on top of it. <laughs> oh, did you do both at the same time? I haven't done that in years. Yeah, me neither. What a yuletide carol it's it was. Bad. Can I tell when you? you? When you do both, when you do both, you're like, oh, this could be it for me. <laughs> you're not supposed to get both of these lines going. Yeah. <laughs> Especially where you're like, which one's more? You have to start prioritizing which is the most more embarrassing one to get on yourself because hey. you're you're just simply not sure which way. It's yeah, you go. you develop a move. <laughs> you develop like a like a kickflip style barf shit. Yeah, I've yeah. never done this. Is there like a feeling of like uh, depressurization in your body, like you're about to implode? No, yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's mostly just that you feel so nauseated and disgusted with yourself that you want to die. And you know what would be great after shitting and throwing up for several hours? <laughs> Taking a shower. But you know what I couldn't do? Mm. I see. I see how these these right. uh, modes come together now. Right. You I couldn't... see. So I was like on the phone. So uh, my the man who owns the building is in jail. Uh, so we have to go through Yes, his. jail all the landlords, starting with yours. Yeah, well, starting with that guy. Here's the thing. He's so what are you jail. complaining about, Katie? I don't understand. 
because I have to go through his family who does not know anything about owning a building and his Mm. ex-wife who lives on the bottom floor has control to who gets access to the boilers. I wish my ex-wife lived on the bottom floor if you know what I'm saying. Hey, she's doing great. Is this on Christmas? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This is all happening on Christmas. Just an old woman picking up the phone in Long Island. Hello, I can't stop shitting. You no, have to come over. I was on. I was in Bushwick, so I was just like, while this is happening, I'm just like laying on the floor, and then you know my roommates helped too. But then you know, come the next day, I literally had to be like, I can't stop shitting. Please turn the shower on. Like I had, I had to boil water in several pots and like take an old timey horse bath because I was just so disgusting. Sometimes you've shit so much you have to take a whore's bath. Yep. If that isn't the oldest story ever told. I was so weak I looked like the death of Marat. I was just like yeah. like hanging over the One bathtub. hand out off of the just toe. Like, yeah. Uh. Oh. <laughs> I wish I could have sent more people to the Madame Guillotine. Yeah, my my little the last thing I wrote is just <laughs> Kill all landlords. Landlords are employed. Get a job. Yeah, and, <laughs> and that's tea, sis. <laughs> it's mental diarrhea followed by real life diarrhea. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I feel much better now. But you know, the last four days have been a blur. <laughs> do, do you know what gave you the food poisoning? I do. I have. I have. So we all ordered Chinese food, but I was the only one who ate brown rice, and that simply must have been it. And that simply was it. Well, you know why it's brown. It's doo-doo. Duty, <laughs> baby. They took a shit on the rice and That's they fed you the rice covered that, shit. Talking about that Zataran's dirty rice, if you know what I'm saying. Right? Um, fellas, Alex, you are much louder than Drew uh, for the sake of comedy. Do we okay. think we can adjust a little bit? I've turned myself down slightly. I've cool. upped my gain. Great. Thanks, homie. Mayor of Gainesville over here. This is why Ooh. it's good recording with audio professionals. <laughs> Is because I, you know how to just turn the knob. We don't have to walk you through it. We can go right back to talking about how brown rice is white rice that somebody shit on for flavor. That's, that's, there's more vitamins in it. That's why they call it forbidden rice sometimes. Because oh, that's, that's like why they call it that. Forbidden rice is like the orderland, you know, where you where you eat the the bird and you cover yourself with the napkin to hide your shame from God. It's forbidden rice. How dare they eat delicious poopy? How are you the third person to talk about the fucking bird shame napkin to me for it's to, Ordelon. this week? This week? We're all thinking about like it. Four, yeah. Like three different people have ta- it's told like the me Berenstein about the, Bears. the shame napkin, the French bird shame uh, napkin. It was in an episode of, uh, of Succession, but oh. I knew about it for a while because I'm just a fucking weird dude and I like right, knowing We know things. about forbidden things. Yeah. Oh. I think actually I found it because after I horse, I was like. Can you explain like, what it is? Just because like I I don't know how many. Ah, you see, it. in the native France, what they do is they eat a small bird called the ortolan, and what you do is you dip it in a batter and you mm. cook it with sherry wine, and then you eat the whole bird as one piece, like it was a baked potato, but. Because you are eating this little tiny bird, there is so much shame. So you hide yourself from God by covering your head with a napkin as the bird bones cut open your oh, gums. 
Oh, Drew, it's so much worse than that. Yeah, isn't it like alive or something? No, they torture it for like days yeah. first. They like oh, bind yeah. it and like yeah, they they go full blown kill uh, its wife in front of it and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they kill they shoot. They get the Liam dog. Neeson to get revenge <laughs> on it first. I think they like force feed it for a while and then make I mean it, they the, get, feed it the brown rice. Yeah, I mean to be fair, there's no food in like French cuisine that isn't force fed first. Like even when you drink water, like they had to torture the water first. They had to torture the water because it was too closely tied to the royal family. <laughs> yeah. They knew too much. Yeah. It was on the wrong side of the revolution. Um, well, Katie, that is rough because yeah. I'll tell you, I was over here having a normal one. Yeah, I was having <laughs> I had a great most... Christmas. I, I'm like, like Christmas ambivalent, you know, like if it was just a day of me watching this is mo- what happens. movies, it would have been fine. The the problem was the last, like, not having heat or hot water on Christmas is literally some Tiny Tim shit. Yeah. Like, I had to call 3011 and be like, good afternoon, my lord. Someone has taken my hot water and candies on Christmas <laughs> Eve after my small child hand stayed up all night making toys for the bourgeoisie. Do you ever catch yourself, though, where you you do that thing where sometimes, like, enough bad things is starting to happen to you that you're like, how many more can I get? Like, I have to make this the worst thing possible so that it stops being what is happening to me. It's more of an experience. I yes, I actually yes. this episode is kind of about that the yes. one we just watched. Right, yes, yes, because you, what you're talking about is converting your brain into sicko mode. Yes, I um I actually do relate to that, but my line is at I can handle most kinds of sicknesses because I'm just as everyone that listens to the show knows a sickly person. But when it comes to <laughs> stomach problems specifically, I have no uh, yeah. tolerance. So I would take that out and replace it with like. A car crash or something. I don't know. I'm really in debt, so that's something. (laughs) (laughs) It's a slow burn. (laughs) See, I crash Uh, my car just about every day because parking in LA is just that bad. Yeah. Uh, My yeah, my bumper looks like when they like when they on like National Geographic when they show video of like a 500 year old whale and it's got like spikes and octopus hooks on it. Please yeah. describe your douchey car to our listeners. <laughs> so I drive a convertible 2007 BMW, which I bought from a guy who bought it from a police auction. Yeah. So like. <laughs> I am Hollywood car, Kaufman. Your car is haunted by like a fucking small karaoke Coke dealer. Like yeah, it's dude. just. Like... I, I do my own repairs on it too when I can. And there are just some things that I can't fix. So there's a window that permanently doesn't go down. So just me and my bald head and my thick, uh, my thick rim tortoiseshell aviators just driving through Listen. Los Angeles blasting Van Halen. Van Halen. And people look at this. This weird Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force hybrid and just think to themselves, wow, now that's a guy who has never done coke but has watched a lot of people do coke. Mm. I would like to refer to myself as the anime king of Little Armenia if uh, you would like to crown me that. You know what? Yeah, sure. I'll crown you that. Yeah, Alex. Me and Alex have put it to a vote and we have agreed that you you may have this title. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, Drew... um, by decree of the queen and her vassals, you're the anime king of Little Armenia. Wear your title proudly and with Take a knee. Thank you. 
that makes me an unofficial member of a system of a down, so that means a lot. Yeah. Great title, don't wear it out. (laughs) That'd be a funny thing for the queen to say. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It would be awesome if the queen was like like a like a like a mean teenager from an eighties movie. (laughs) Catch you later, Dizorks. Does a kick flip? Oh, I have to knight this guy. Gag me with a spoon. <laughs> I have to see Elton John one more time. I did not withstand generations of inbreeding just to see this Dorcas Malorcas get <laughs> his cooties all over my court. One must nolly in the presence of the queen. (laughs) I don't understand what AIDS is, and I refuse to learn. (laughs) Slang was so different back then. Yeah, Yeah, Just a wild time. The hair was big, and the language was colorful. The hair was big, and the language was colorful. The robots, they were transforming. Hell yeah. Speaking Mm -hmm. of big hair, so I've never watched Kai. This was my first time watching it. Uh, mm. Pretty interesting. Was the hair bigger? The hair was bigger. Well, it was in HD, which was nice, um, even though it was... The editing's weird, though, right? You know what? It is really weird. There's... Because it's... There's there, there's some weird choices. They took some stuff out. I mean, I don't know how much you want to dive into this episode, but I will say just some weird changes all around. Uh, we will get all up in it, but we simply must waste a little more time. <laughs> Yeah, loosely, I would say we should actually uh, recap and talk about the entire episode in roughly 13 minutes. <laughs> like, just as a general plan. Well, I don't have a lot of but outlets. But the hair is bigger. We the can talk about bigger. that now. I don't have a lot of outlets for Dragon Ball Z-related things, so, you know, I just figured. It is true that Drew is one of my few IRL friends that is... Uh, also a true true blue he gave me an android 16 figure on his way out to la and he came over my house and he was like oh if i knew you actually were a toy weirdo i would have given you more and i was like fuck because you gave (laughs) me the only real one i have all the other ones i have are like knockoffs or like weirdo band presto ones which are hit or miss but yeah this one is highly articulated and i like to make them dance the figure arts the real guy the real one yeah yeah Drew actually got his car from Yamcha. It's true. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, well, he, when he died, it was an estate sale, um, which he's had Four. several through the season. I hate to see it go, but there's too many memories, weeps Poir in front of the weird tree you bought it from. <laughs> A lot of tang was slammed in the back of that piece. <laughs> I believe you mean in the back of that Dracula. <laughs> right it out! I don't know. I, I think that's a mid-century modern coffee table, so I can't let it go for less than 150 <laughs> I have no income. <laughs> I'm this a is a fun character. Uh, uh, not not Diner Tribes and Dives. What's the one where they do antiquing? Uh, Jackass? Oh, uh, uh, American Pickers. Come on. That was a great joke. Come on. That was a fucking Come great on. joke. Come <laughs> on. It's not, Jay- but then yeah, we know that Drew, show. But it's Puar. Drew, Drew really is fulfilling his germy duties in a way. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Shooting out gold that's unappreciated. Antiquing's <laughs> <laughs> when you pour flour on top. You of uh, uh, American Pickers, or or do you mean um, Antique Roadshow? Antique Roadshow. Thank oh, you, Katie. Oh, the really dry. Yeah, 
The dry one where they're like, hello, I found this in my great aunt's attic. And they're like, well, you see, Maeve, this is one of those racist pieces we've known and come to love here on Auntie <laughs> right. They're all racist pieces. It's a... <laughs> I can't uh, even make the joke. You know, a <laughs> statue like this, if it was less racist, would be worth $100. But because it's so racist, so racist. someone will give you a million dollars. Yeah, so it's that, but it's Puar. So he's looking right. at your item, and he's like, That's not a turn-of-the-century clawfoot tub. <laughs> Poof. <laughs> this uh, is a turn-of-the-century clawfoot tub. I think it's more like he's showing up where they're like, Oh, tell us more about this item. It's like... This is the giant cartoonist treasure chest my friend stole from the desert treasure train in the great heist <laughs> of 1985. And they're like, oh, stolen treasure. Well, let's see what, let's check out if this is authentic. If you look at the watermark, it turns out, oh, made in China. This can't be authentic. And he's like, oh, my life was a lie. It's all a lie. I was never abandoned. <laughs> Speaking of uh, racist, actually, let's go. Hey, uh, no, this is this is this is really weird. So one of the things that I do is uh, I drive around L.A. a lot and I take a lot of photos of weirdos and and other weird mm -hmm. things that I can. And, and freaks and freaks. Yeah. You, uh, should, uh, you should follow Drew's photo Instagram because it is quite good if you like L.A. You. weirdness. Yeah. If you like freaks. You My like mother freaks. is a fan. <laughs> Always happy when I, I see a like from, from Mama. Karen Zempacats, big Love fan. Her. Love her. She's great. Another like from Mama. That's uh, a happy account. <laughs> uh, but one of the, so one of the things that I've kind of in the like, you know, three years-ish I've been doing this is like I've, I'm working on this project. I've told Katie a couple of times, but I'm working on a photo book about Dragon Ball Z in culture because everybody... You know, when I was a kid, if you like Dragon Ball Z, other than your friends, you got the shit kicked out of you for it. Now, everybody loves Dragon Ball Z. You see people at the gym, like, in their, uh, in their like, their Frieza-issued armor. Goku. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> training to beat Goku. Training to, to raise Goku's son is the shirt I really want. Um, but you see that shit everywhere. And so I always have a camera on me, and I take a lot of photos of that. And the other day, I was driving, and there was just a dude on a normal street set up with a... Like there wasn't a pandemic, like this wasn't a weird thing. He had a he had two folding picnic tables with uh like those pull-out awnings, and he was just selling Dragon Ball Z action figures. Like just selling the bootleg Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like the vinyl <laughs> figures. Yeah. And he had the most beautiful Mr. Popo I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't know why. That was the one that I made eye contact with. It's just like the the colors on it, the shape of it. It was just this great Mr. Popo. And I was like, oh, fuck, I you wish I could own this. You literally can't buy it, Drew. You can't you buy it. I couldn't take a photo of it either because it's just too too weird. Yeah, because I love owning minor character toys. I think yes. that's very fun, especially like the big chunky plastic ones. Like Drew, Drew and I should start a toy show because Drew has a very good transformer collection yeah but um but yeah that's just one where you're like that's like having a mammy doll you simply yeah. cannot it doesn't yeah. matter yeah <laughs> it was really weird he had so many great figures too like i took a couple photos but that was the one where i was like this is the one i really want to take a photo of and i know i can't because i want to take a photo of it because it's wrong uh forbidden popo forbidden popo <laughs> the popo you have to put a cloth over your face it's to enjoy. pc police want us to 
Mr. Popo, Popo is the Ortolan of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> God, no. Um, Drew, I have one topic that I would be remiss not to bring up during this, our, I, our, I, uh, our flagship anime podcast, and that is that you have been rediscovering and exploring the world of Beast Wars Yes, recently, yes. and I would like to know how it holds up and how the beasts are doing. The beasts are well... For sure, uh, Beast Wars. Why would it not hold up? It's a it's a marvel of computer generated imagery and <laughs> glorious 280i. Uh, it's like oh, a that's a gif. low number of i. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's, like it's like akin to Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's like halfway between a YTMND and a PlayStation game. Uh, <laughs> but the writing's great. The voice acting's great. Uh, yeah. yeah, Beast Wars is. Dope, man. I and would uh, encourage listeners, longtime listeners or new listeners of the show to look up the old episode we had Tim Platt on because he does a spot on, what was it, Megatron imitation? He, does, he, he does, does a few, he does a few, Saying be- star but he does <laughs> Beast Wars specific imitations that are spot uh, on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, true. Uh, so, but I guess just my question is like, um, because Beast Wars was one of those shows where at the time I was consuming it, I was seeing the beast images and was like, I love this, but sure. then not really registering the intricacies of the plot. How does the plot fare compared to other Transformers franchises? Well, I think that the reason why it's actually a good show and not just something that I post about ironically, uh, which none of us would have ever, ever do, ever no in a million one years. No, we're very um, sincere we people. Do. Uh, you know, according to my Twitter followers, I am never joking. So sure. it must be true. That's why they're always trying to cancel you. <laughs> I wish they were trying to cancel me. I wish me. someone had the courage to bring it, up It's those the tweets. opposite, where they just send me really sincere replies to things, which is almost worse. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, continue. Yeah. Uh, no, here's the thing Beast Wars is really good because it's kind of from that 90s cartoon bubble of like, Hey, what if instead of hiring like weird coke addict writers from the Love Boat to write children's cartoons, what if we got like comic book writers to work yeah. on it? So it's some of the same staff as Batman the animated series, which if you're, you know, bald and fat like me, you the revere. greatest of all time. Oh yeah. And you are. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it's a uh, it's it's good, man. I think the writing's really good. I mean, obviously it suffers from some little things in the beginning Some of like children's things. cartoons yeah you know it's like kind of lame world building yeah Is that you know like what we're talking about yeah there's always there's a lot of like you know goofy stuff but also you got to let that go it's funny the that there's a that rat it, that has a brooklyn accent i was about to say it's the funny fact that it's uh it's basically a point and click from the 90s <laughs> it holds up i think it's really cool it's it's fun and it's funny and the acting's good and it's not um it's not trying to be more than it is because it already is groundbreaking and beautiful. It's um, already robots in disguise. I, How much more could it be? My favorite thing about you, Drew, is you can talk about anything very sincerely and then you go on Twitter and go, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's a beast war. <laughs> in the same like, swoop. Well, you know, I think that there's... I think that the important thing about enjoying things is that when you know other people that like the same stuff that you do you can kind of make fun of it and joke about it in a way that's special and so 
you know, I don't really have a lot of fellow Beast Wars fans, which is kind of why I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to talk about this and see what happens. And like the weird people that come out of the woodwork that are like, wow, you like this thing too? And you and I'm like, yeah, I like this. I'm not posting ironically as I post a video of <laughs> Dean Martin <laughs> singing When the Moon Hits Your Eye. That's a Beast Wars. Yeah, like you like Beast Wars, but also unironically, but also you're shit posting about it. it could be both, baby. I do yeah, the man. same thing with most anime where I'm like, ha titties. And then I'm also like, but also I love this and it's important yeah. me as a person. <laughs> What's these are artful glands. You know, between like the the weird stuff that I like and two minutes to late night and even adjacent to you guys doing your Dragon Ball Z and anime stuff, it's like have you you have people that kinda come out of the woodwork that are like someone sent me a photo of their their maximal tattoo and I was oh, like yeah. this is fucking awesome because this person probably like me, I have weird tattoos. It's like, oh wow, this is someone who can um who who appreciates this thing that I have permanently put into my body? It's you know it's like once you find out someone else has the same entombed seven. What tattoo seven-ish. do you have? Me, Drew, I have. Drew is like covered with. <laughs> Which Beast Wars tattoos do you have? Let's limit this. <laughs> uh, hey, get off my chair! Sorry, my I just bought this new leather chair and my cat just wants to destroy it. Uh, I, Drew is talking to Star Scream. I want <laughs> stupid get you, anime Jack. tattoos. So badly, but I am so broke right now. I don't have a Beast Wars tattoo, and I've I've thought about it though because it doesn't look good, like three D stuff as yeah on skin. Like you ever see someone with like a Toy Story tattoo, and it looks fucking weird. Well, it's too should... beautiful to render on the <laughs> yeah. human body. You yeah. can get like an interpretation of it in like a different yeah. illustration style. I think would be your best bet. Yeah, totally. I have like I have a tradi- I have two big traditional Transformers tattoos. Like my whole leg is Transformers. Um, okay. Yeah, I've ne- I I I've been trying to figure out what my Dragon Ball Z tattoo is going to be. It might be uh, Android sixteen because I just love let it grow, grow Han, let <laughs> it grow, with just his head, you know. Oh, cool. Well, you you do Android sixteen like Doctor Evil. <laughs> <laughs> let it go, like Scotty. It let it go. How about no, Goku? Goku. How about zip it? <laughs> There's I I don't know what my Dragon Ball tattoo is gonna be. There's many options for your old pal KRL. For mostly, it gets stuck on baseball Yamcha pin up, pin up but no one yeah. wants to make it. I've pitched out to three different tattoo artists, and they're like, simply no. There's there's a bunch of artists that you know who would do that, but it doesn't. I don't think they live anywhere near you. I think they're in Texas. Do you know Bunny Machine? Oh, I love them. No, they're yeah. uh they're in Virginia. Virginia. That whole studio. I'm noticing a trend with the things you like. A Bunny Machine. <laughs> She does like hot anime girl tattoos. Like yeah. they're all She is a hot anime girl. She I just know. got an OnlyFans. I, I well they yeah. a lot of them do now. now I'm being, support the girl. I do. I'm plugging her. I'm plugging it for her. Follow yeah, Bunny rules. Machine. You're gonna uh, love it. Yeah. Jerk off to my friend. My she one great tattoos. You're joking, um, but I do that all uh, <laughs> I my only anime tattoo is too tasteful. No one knows it's an anime tattoo. What do you got? I have a big old. Uh, I have a berserk sword. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, that's and cool. With some flowers. I can't. I'm wearing On a your baseball. Arm? Yeah, let's see if I can. Show yeah, you show the listeners at home. Yeah, listeners, I'm showing. Oh, that my... kicks ass. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> that's so it's funny. I didn't know that was The biggest sword. Uh, Gus. Uh, I have a running this... joke with uh, Matt that I, I always call Gus Gus. So I'm like, look at Gus's big sword. <laughs> <laughs> it's on do, my do, body. Do, do you have it, Gus? 
Um, this is a tangent, but I was very into the idea of getting a Decepticons logo tattoo when I was 15. And then I joined the high school wrestling team. And one of the coaches was a like retired sniper from the army. And he had the biggest calves I've ever seen. And there was a massive Decepticons logo across those. And I was like, oh, this was, this is a, a bond between me and this guy who's killed people. I'm not interested anymore. There's some – see, there there has to be a, somewhat of a – like a like there's, there's a logical progression from like Decepticon calf tattoo to Punisher skull on your pickup oh, truck. Oh, yeah. I feel you know like I mean? there's a, a Venn diagram of Decepticon calf tattoo, Punisher <laughs> van – and then like a uh, blue lives matter type. Oh yeah, and then in the middle like, of get out the... your cork boards at home. <laughs> yeah, and then in the middle of the of the Venn diagram is just undiagnosed PTSD. Yes, <laughs> and then question mark, <laughs> and then there's strings going all over the place. <sighs> all right, um, it is time for us to recap exciting episode forty seven of Dragon Ball Z Kai. But first, an advertisement. From one of us. Is it me again? Okay. Do you want me to do it? I just feel like you've been knocking it out of the park. I mean, sure. Is it for Burger King? Normally, you, uh, I would fight you more on this, but because you, Alex is editing both of the shows now, so he's a hero to us all. Mm. Yeah, can you do one uh, loosely based around Burger King? Sure. Hi, it's America's sweetheart, Katie Rose Leon, star of the show, balling out super and Burger King enthusiast. Here eating some chicken nuggets shaped like dinosaurs and thinking about my favorite Patreon, Ballin' Out Supers Patreon. For $5 a month, you get a whole additional podcast. Um, So that's four extra podcasts a month. And we are finishing up our many-sauced Gundam arc. It's just like when you win an Oreo pie at Burger King and you eat it real fast and then you poop your pants and go Kyoji! Want to know what that joke's in reference to? Five dollars a month! The king is back! (laughs) (laughs) Enter in promo code That's less than a Whopper value meal. (laughs) Enter in promo code Zesty Sauce and I'll send you a photo of my cat's small vagina. I don't. Our, our Patreon is not hooked up with this deep promotional deal. You have to just, just email Drew. Email Drew just if email you me. want that. Just email me subject cat vagina. I'll know what you want, and I'll give subject no! zesty sauce Look, here's or the thing. cat vagina. She wants you to see it. She's, I I she's, need you she to does. stop she saying that it. phrase. What cat vagina? Yes. Stop. What's wrong with that? She's a cat. What's, and she has it's a vagina. natural. It's small as hell. Well, it's on a cat. Yeah, she's a small cat. She's got a small vagina. I don't know. Who's to say if it's big or small compared to other cats? No, I I think I'm fair to say that it's small compared to other cats. I've seen... I've seen a couple of cats. Nice. This is not good. This is not good, (laughs) fellas. Anyways. (laughs) Can I... um... (laughs) Okay. I'm going to start this episode. Uh, I get really sweaty when we do these podcasts. Does anyone else get sweaty when they record? It's just when I'm recording. I don't know why. No, you're dying. Oh, great. Yeah. Cool. I got that Rona. Maybe in my you're ass. just nervous being around Stop! two handsome men. <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to bring the cat back up. Okay. 
The title of this episode is Awaken Legendary Warrior Goku the Super Saiyan. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, we open up on an abrupt opening, Kai style. Kai loves to just, uh, just not give you a second to adjust. Uh, to, uh, Frieza get in a, a beam sandwich. Real two beams. Freezes the meat and cheese situation. Yeah, have you settled in from the edge of your seat? Well, you better pack your bags, pal, because you're going to end up right back over there. So two, two things here that are weird, by the way, mm-hmm. having never watched Kai before. Uh, why is every episode a spoiler? <laughs> the names are spoilers. They tell you what's going to happen. Like, no surprises. That you is- just know you're rewatching. Uh, that's like a later Dragon Ball thing, too, because all of Super's like that, where they're like, here's the thing you're waiting for. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I think it's just like, and maybe it is, but it was also re-edited by Nickelodeon, so I think they were just kind of like. I I thought you were going to name a person like it was re-edited by Nick Braun, (laughs) the director. I'm not, listen. I only feign knowing about like sure. fucking DP dork shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so to remind you, last episode, Goku was taking a huge shit and he was constipated <laughs> while he's holding his hands up and trying to make that spirit bomb. And it's like he's trying to t- take a deuce at the only bathroom in the venue. And Piccolo keeps being like, Hurry it up. It's the only bathroom we're going to die. Right. Um, bathroom wise. And the, then. The episode bathroom wise was Goku for a half hour making a spirit bomb and then Piccolo keeping other people out of his stall. If, does that so, make sense? Oh, uh, and then Frieza gets sick and he's about to blast Goku while he's just standing there and he, you think he's going to block it. So when we open up this episode, it turns out the baby gang, Krillin and Gohan, shoot a sandwich beam to save Piccolo from Frieza's beam. And it's confusing. They're pulling out of the G Gundam book here where they're just like, you didn't see it happen, but we're going to tell you it did. This week on Dragon Ball Z Kai, nothing has meaning. <laughs> uh, so Frieza, he got blasted by Krillin and Gohan. Piccolo's alive. And uh, Frieza is fucking pissed, bro. Frieza's pissed and also new voice actor. Frieza is a lot less like evil they them and a lot more uh, Stewie Griffin from Family Guy now. Yeah, I Uh, like it. It's funny you say that because when Jordan was on like a million years ago, like literally 2017 or something he said that vegeta is just stewie griffin and once he said that i can't unhear it anytime i hear the man speak it's because they they're both doing like a british thing yeah yeah Yeah. it's very they're they're trying to they're putting on airs (laughs) vegeta puts on airs i'm gonna say yeah you know frieza is like a beautiful they them and i feel like they get a little erasure Sometimes, yeah, I but think they, that this freezes they mostly good. are still rocking the purple lipstick and doing a lot of a cuckoo. But you walked in on them when they're angry and they can't really. Sure. Yeah, the last two episodes, Frieza has been more masked than previously. Yes, he was pre- pretty they them before. Yeah. 
I felt. Katie, do you disagree? Yeah. I. You know, who's to say what Frieza's gender is other than evil? <laughs> oh, take uh, a, cut by, a peek behind my evil curtain. <laughs> take a bow. <laughs> say goodnight. <laughs> um, yeah, so Frieza, he's like, he's so mad, bro. He's so fucking mad. And he's going to show everyone how mad he is. So he uh, flies into the sky, laughing, and starts making a spiky black ball of power. While Piccolo gingerly reminds Goku to, now would be a good time to kill Frieza. Mm. And this is what I was talking about earlier, that when Drew brought up when bad things happen to you and you just start wanting more bad things. Frieza is there. He's just gone sicko mode. (laughs) He, his eyes are twisted, and he's, like, laughing to himself, which is what you do when you're in a car crash. And he's out <laughs> to kill children now. Have to you be... ever bombed so hard that you just see how hard you can bomb? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's when the impressions come out, actually. Uh, but speaking of impressions and being a cartoon of ourselves, uh, what is the difference between sicko mode and beast mode? So glad you Ooh. asked. Beast mode is more broy, like oh now you're gonna get it, man. It's more, more uh fucking attacking, like uh planned. Uh, you trained for this, and now sure. the beast is unleashed. Sicko mode is when you're so fucking twisted, you can't contain that shit. You, you can't contain something it. deep inside of you has snapped. Okay. Your father was king cold, Got and this it. is the way you were raised. So, <laughs> would it be safe to say, like, beast mode is when you're trying to protect yourself from energon poisoning, so you transform into a talking rat? But sicko mode is you're immune to energon poisoning because of the transmetal experience. And so you can alternate into whichever mode you want, and it's just going to fucking annihilate. Because now you're a talking rat that has wheels for some yes. reason. Exactly. That yes. is, I couldn't yeah, think of I a couldn't, better way to put it. Thank you. think of it better. Thank you. Wow. For example, in this episode, I think Frieza goes sicko mode, and then Goku goes beast mode. I would say very, yes. Um, so full sicko mode. Frieza's flying in the air, and he's like, what if I just start saying racist jokes? And everyone's like, no, <laughs> we just got this venue to let us book here. Uh, How many pedophiles does it take to join the clan? <laughs> what? You're mad at me? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Frieza, uh, Piccolo is like, y- you should really... You should really throw that and Goku's like alright I guess it is time for me to throw the spirit bomb uh, so he finally does and he throws the spirit bomb from space bro and it's the size of an entire planet and this it's like big. crazy sound effect this like weird like deep theremin like <laughs> yeah it's so sick it has its own gravity. It moves real slow. And it is and this is a recurring question I have watching this show. If they're so fast and they zip around the world in an instant, kind of like the Flash, how come the second the big beams come, they got to try and catch them? I think it's crazy that they can catch them. Because that was the thing that I noticed is that, you know, Frieza instinctively put out his hand and then it doesn't burn off because it's energy. He holds it like he was past right. the rock. I was about yeah, to sometimes s- it's a ball. Yeah. Yeah, because like sometimes beams are are gas, and sometimes they're just like a big old medicine ball at the <laughs> CrossFit gym. 
And um, <laughs> and this one's the size of the Earth. Yeah. Um, Which is, Earth. it's as big as the planet, and then everyone goes, duck! I, ju- I literally <laughs> wrote that. I'm like, and then everyone just does like a dainty duck and cover like that would change <laughs> Quick, everyone, under your desks! <laughs> It's the size of a planet. Yeah, and Frieza just puts his hands out and, like, clings to the side of it. And it's just, you know, he's not having a great time. Yeah. He's, uh, it's so it's so big, dude. This beam is so big. and he's just, too big. He's, like, trying to talk shit, but you know it's a big beam. He's like, this is this, child's play. And you're like, no, it's not. It's a big beam play. This, this is so much, a- this is, like, such an acting challenge they give Frieza in this. <laughs> Or they're like you. You're you're very scared, but you're just like, oh, when I get out of here, <laughs> <laughs> he screams a long time. This is some classic Dragon Ball, <laughs> like just. I'm lo- not scared. You're scared. <laughs> yeah, he's screaming. He's screaming, and then there's a big explosion, and that explosion is so powerful, the budget is wiped off the pages, and all the <laughs> color goes away, and it is now in black and white. You know, Gohan and Krillin tumble away. Bulma flies away and crushes Ginyu the frog with her butt. You and gotta laugh. You gotta. You and gotta Ginyu, have a Ginyu, that pervert, is loving every minute. Oh, he's wearing yeah. his T-shirt that says "sicko." <laughs> my man gets it yeah <laughs> that's why he would always when he was the big purple guy he would do the move where he showed you his butt he just yeah. his butt he just wants he's just a butt he's got guy. a thing for butts he's the captain of butts gotta love ginyu oh yeah you're well, well, he's not in the show anymore no. <laughs> meanwhile on north kai King Kai is still doing a terrible job of telling everyone what's going on. He's like, everything is fine. And then uh, Tien and Yamcha are like, oh, okay, cool. Sick. It's like listening to a baseball game on the radio. Somebody just scored a home run. Uh, up to the plate is uh, cold. I also forgot about how uh, Tien and Yamcha, they go to King Kai's to train and then, then they come back to life. They're just like, nah, fuck it. We don't fight anymore. Well, how yeah, could I'm, you? I'm, I'm going into graphic design. Yeah. Really? That would have suited either of them better. Yamcha used to be the best martial arts fighter on the planet. And now we're like, but there's aliens now. He should have just called it there and just went straight to spring training, became a manager when he aged out of, you know, minor league baseball play. Yeah. would have been fine. Or enjoyed his death. Like, instead of, like, training. I mean, I guess it's like when you're in prison and you get buff because there's nothing else to do other than, like, become a racist. Yeah. You know? Right. We all say that, too. <laughs> but, but, uh... Nothing else to do no, in prison. The, I do appreciate that Dragon Ball Z has the same philosophy towards death that the ancient Greeks have. Which is that, without describing it at all, it is terrible. <laughs> you do not want to be dead. <laughs> I can't tell you specifically why not. It just is bad. I remember that episode uh, in Super, that filler episode where King Kai is like, Goku, you really got to wish me back to life. It's been a thousand episodes. And... Uh, and he says something along the lines of, like, Goku's like, well, you seem fine. It's just, like, you have a halo over your head now. And he's like, yeah, but nothing feels right. He's like, I can't taste anything. <laughs> I was like, you've oh. forgotten to taste the bread, Goku. 
Wait, this is in Super? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> My own name is lost upon the wing. Yeah. <laughs> like, the writing's so bad in it, and then there's just this weird moment of, like, real sorrow. And I'm like, oh, damn, Kai really got to You know what that reminds me of? This is a really deep tangent, but I fucking, I hate Game of Thrones, and it's just a terrible show with no, like, happiness or joy in it. And I remember... Yeah. Um, that Jon Snow the dies. Of Beast Wars, right. in any way. Absolutely. Actually, Beast Wars tackles the afterlife when you lose your spark, but I'm not going to dive into that because this is a trap. Game uh, of Thrones. Game of Thrones. What's your Game of Thrones thought? Game of Thrones thought is just that that show's so miserable and sad. Jon Snow dies, and he comes back from the dead, and someone is like, what was it like, brother? And he was just like, there's nothing. And I'm like, it's a fucking TV show. It's not real. You could have made up a heaven or a hell. You just, your show is so sad. You had to make sure that these people just have a real true death, you know? And magic is real in that show yeah. too, is the other thing. So yeah. it's like, oh, God is real. But when you die, no, no more. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just couldn't, I couldn't with that show. Too yeah, much same. rape for yeah. lack I, of I quit energy. very I early. <laughs> I'm more of a witcher, although I'm really sad that they never showed his dong in it. I feel like it needs to be more explicit. I think because he had a lot of Henry Cavill's ass. I mean, they're not always getting that. That's pretty good. He's it's probably on like good. a weird contract because he's a super. He's Superman. I feel like DC has like a lifelong contract that he's not allowed to show his dong. I... Yeah, that's his. That's Superman's other weakness, aside from Kryptonite, is if you see his dick, it makes him feel weird. <laughs> I demand Witcher dong. Literally, when that show came out, I texted my friend. I'm like, "You think they're gonna show his dong? They he does fuck, but they don't show his dong." It'd be funny if his if his dong had a had digitally removed pubes, you know, like in in Super Friends or whatever it's called, Just League, <laughs> where they had to Photoshop his mustache <laughs> off. He was just like, I'm sorry, mate. I can't. I can't shave off my pubes. I'm contractually <laughs> obligated for the for the for the movie man anyway, from Uncle. Goku throws the spirit bomb, and it makes a big crater. And now we're looking at the beautiful landscape. Ah, nature returns. Water flows into the crater. This is great sound. Music was awesome. Rainbow and. And then Krillin comes out, and he's like, wow, I guess everything is fine, you guys. And everyone stands in triumph, and there's a montage of beautiful nature scenes. And Krillin goes, talk about landscaping, where everyone's like, shut the fuck up, Krillin. Shut, shut up, Krillin. Don't you ruin this, Krillin. <laughs> Krillin, shut up. I just want we a girlfriend. Been... <laughs> oh, we're not even there yet. <laughs> but, uh... The Namekians are dead. They're fucking dead. The, the whole planet was genocide. Yeah. Uh, it's not like landscaping at all. Uh, and then, you know, Gohan's like, where's Piccolo and Dad? Are they dead? And then uh, Krillin's like, they'll be fine. Shut the fuck up. Have you seen this show? And then, <laughs> uh, you know, Gohan sees something in the distance, and it's Piccolo triumphantly pulling Goku out from the water and everyone's like, they're alive! Hooray! And then Krillin's like, didn't I tell you with this fucking show? And they fly over there and Krillin has to bitch one last time about like how tired he is. And I'm like, you've done oh, nothing! So uh, like, I've been up nights, he says. <laughs> <laughs> Goku uh, is visibly brain dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's like when you're tired. 
You know, you're not like ready for camera. That, that was very accurate. He's very boxer who's been punched in the head. He's like, Gohan's like, Dad, you're alive. He's like, hello, I'm Goku. <laughs> okay, but did it. Uh, hard work, you know, that's what it's all about. And we came to play a game. You sleep with my <laughs> wife? <laughs> <sighs> you must have been worried. That was like a whole planet of beam. And Goku was like, it was. It was. Got a lot of beam. I got to play a game. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, yeah, and this is the scene then where they're all like sitting around and enjoying being alive. And Goku's like, I got a spaceship and we're going to get the fuck out of here. And Krillin's like, I can't wait to enjoy the spoils, which he literally says. And then everyone's like, everyone's ignoring him. Because they are, because it's like when someone like implies something and everyone knows, but. And he's like, no, you guys get it? I want a girlfriend. Everyone's like, we fucking know, you virgin cuck. Like We know this is why you're this is what you talk about. We don't know why you're talking about it now. There are no women here. We haven't been talking to any women. We're on another planet where everyone was killed. What the fuck are you on about, you loony? You loony mate. Boy, seeing all these genderless asexual aliens blown up has really made me horny for puss. Uh, I'm ready to commit to a woman now that I've seen a child beg for his life and be denied. (laughs) Krillin then screams like a woman. And uh, he's like, fuck, we forgot about Bulma. And uh, we cut to Bulma getting yelled at by a frog. And... uh, you know, they're like, hey, like, don't freak us out like that. We're very jumpy still. And, and everyone's just like, Bulma's a total freezer, though. Am I right, fellas? We're like, woo, he's right. Yeah, women he's do right. be freezers. <laughs> women uh, are, they're worse than than the worst guy. I mean, it, can't, it doesn't get worse than that. Piccolo does his best indigenous <laughs> person crying at a potato chip wrapper advertisement where he, like, looks out and he's like, Ah, uh, so much strife this planet has endured. Finally, my warrior people can rest. And then Krillin looks at him and goes, How do you know about the Grand Elder Piccolo? And he, he just stares at Krillin like, You oh fucking racist! Krillin, where, what suburbs did you grow up in, Krillin? Because for you to tell Piccolo his lived experience in this moment... Here on Namek, after what he's been through, I mean, you just have no way to read the room. And so embarrassing. Uh, when Krillin first maybe spaced- what if Piccolo was faking it though, like Alec Baldwin's wife? I'm yeah, sorry, hilarious what? Baldwin. <laughs> Did you not know about this? No. It's listen. She's a I Rachel Dozel. I she's been pretending to be from Spain her whole life, apparently. I didn't know Which Alec Baldwin funnier. had a wife. Yeah, it's just very funny. <laughs> it's also like such also, a... Also, her name is Hilaria, which is... <laughs> That's not a name. Well, apparently <laughs> so her birth name... So she's just name... like a crazy person? Who yeah, is... her it's birth like name how... is Hillary. Oh, my God. And so she's it's from like Massachusetts. How... Yeah. It's like how Uma Thurman decided that she was European for no reason. Right, yeah. Uma Thurman. But yeah. it's, it's funny because it's... You know, like, it's not, like, Rachel Dolezal is like, okay, it's this lived experience thing that you, like, want to absorb and be, like, you know, part of culture that's important. But this lady is just, like, ate, like, tortilla española once and was like, this is my culture now. Well, she said Spain, right? So she's like, actually, it's Ibiza. (laughs) You know, like. Actually, I like the. It's pronounced Boston. I like the little place. 
bad. When you try the little plates, you want to take them all the way back to Newton, Massachusetts, my friend. It is pronounced Worcester, Massachusetts? <laughs> Worcester? Worcester? But apparently she's faking it. Worcester? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's so funny. I wish that I didn't care, and I it's don't pretty, care, but it's very funny. It's pretty fucking insane. Like, like why? And she's oh, married to Alec Baldwin. Yeah, and, and I like bet the, you Alec Baldwin gets off on it too. Well, the thing is, like Alec Baldwin I love is a like good lie. The, <laughs> like the most like big-headed Irish like like New England fuck I can think of. Like if you're trying to pretend to be worldly, why would you marry Alec Baldwin? <laughs> you're a woman full of deceit, and I want you in my home. <laughs> um, <laughs> Backdraft. Uh, <laughs> Backdraft! <laughs> Get out of there, hilarious! So, Krillin starts freaking A, out. A, B, C. Always be Catalonian. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Krillin starts to freak out, and his facial expressions, at first I thought he was just realizing how racist he is, but no, it's Frieza. He's back, and he's, like, totally fine. He is very pissed, though. And Frieza's, He's covered in little scratches. Yeah, and his tail is thick with horny rage. And he immediately points his little finger and How zaps. dare you circumcise me on my planet I'm destroying. And he zaps Piccolo right through the heart. He's dead. Yeah. Gohan cries, Piccolo, my real dad. Meanwhile, North Kai, <laughs> King Kai is like, uh, I might have misspoken. Uh, <laughs> I've miscalled the game. Who's on Don't first? Don't be mad at me. What's on second? Uh, Piccolo, no, Frieza, you're alive. And he's like, bravo, you almost took me down. I've never been so hard for fighting in my life. Cuckoo, cuckoo, Uh, Goku instructs Gohan to find his ship, get Bulma, and get the fuck out. And he's like, I won't go. I owe it to the guy who actually raised me. <laughs> yeah, Gohan's got fucking mozzarella in his ears for the rest of this episode. He's blowing Should it. Should also mention that Go, uh, he doesn't just kill Piccolo. He tries to kill Goku, and Piccolo takes the shot Yeah, yeah as an honorable he's man. He's like a cop in the line of duty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is when... Uh, Frieza flicks Krillin into the sun and explodes him. And, and you kind of see his like ribs like puff yeah, out and stuff. Too. They edited it though. They edited it down because in the original, mm-hmm. it scarred me for life. He doesn't just say Goku. He says, "Help me, Goku!" Like yeah. l- like Goku can save him. And it's like such a more haunting moment. Like that really yeah, fucked Kai's me up. Yeah, editing is weird because while they do cut out a lot of bullshit that I'm thankful for. That what they leave in and how they arrangement is really frustrating sometimes. Yeah. But he he gets exploded and they cut to North Kai again, where Kai shits himself and he's like, "Oh, you know, Krillin's dead." And Chatsu's just sitting there, just like, "Oh, so when it's Krillin exploding, you care?" I <laughs> fucking sacrificed myself. All that guy did was bitch the whole time. <laughs> just talked about girlfriends i'm a child vampire okay i I transform (laughs) into things chatsu doesn't transform does he oh i got him confused with the other little guys i'm sorry (laughs) i know he doesn't transform you're right god alex are you you guys mad at me me? i know he doesn't transform i love you alex explosion 
I'm not no. mad. I'm just disappointed, Alex. I thought we trained you better than that. I haven't had dinner yet. I'm <laughs> getting mad. Much like Goku yelling at Gohan to just get in the airplane and fly away. I feel like I, I, I will plow through this to spare you. Uh, so he's so fucking mad, dog. Goku is mad. He goes, dude. Those were my fucking friends. Yeah, <laughs> and, those were his fucking friends. And he uh, he starts to get really angry, and rocks start to fly, and he's, like, so mad that lightning's coming down, and the editing is really bad here, and there's a few yeah. very bad drawings, but yeah. basically... He does a few of the things, like, where you're so mad you start saying curse words that aren't curse words, where it's like, <laughs> Oh, shanks. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> when you get so mad that your skin color gets lighter for some reason... Yeah. Yeah, and your eyes turn blue. <laughs> and he, he gets so aggro and, oh, fuck, oh, my God, fuck, he's gone Super Saiyan, bro. He's, he's done it. Saiyan. Oh, shit, oh, fuck, he did it. And yeah. he... Yeah. For the first time. And he whips around and he tells Gohan, get in the spaceship before I beat your ass. <laughs> yeah. Go, Gohan, get in the spaceship while I'm still off model. <laughs> <laughs> He's done a transformation where he no longer takes shit from his son. He's a legendary <laughs> super And then the, the narrator comes in and is just like, Goku has experienced his full wrath. And you're like, what wrath? Goku's never been angry ever. This is the yeah. first time. He kind of just snipped. He yeah. snipped a bit. Yeah. The narrator's like, Goku is fucking irritated. So irritated, <laughs> he bleached his hair. Check it Somebody out. Somebody feed Goku. <laughs> Check it out next week on Dragon Ball Z. Hi. That was the show. It's a big moment. It's, it's a big, big moment. moment. Yeah, and it's Let's overedited. <laughs> rate the episode out of seven Dragon Balls. Alex P. Tack. This was a big one, Katie. I mean, uh, it's something you end up talking about at the end of the day at the water cooler. Um, Goku did reach a level of angry I only get when I don't eat for a while. And <laughs> I think that that would have made more sense to be the trigger for Super Saiyan than what it ended up being later. Um, and that's a complaint I have. And I think they could have drawn out Krillin's slow torture and death. And so I'm going to give it five out of seven Dragon Balls. There was a very big beam and a big moment. Yes. Drewby, Drewby, Drew. Uh, you know, I would have to say that if I hadn't seen Dragon Ball Z, I would give it a higher rating. But because I know they edited four episodes down, I think they really neutered a lot of the pivotal moment. Uh, like, I remember how important the transformation of Super Saiyan was when I saw it on TV 20 years ago. And they thought this just—it was just too quick. It felt like a like a music video. It was weird. So I'm only going to give it two balls, just like wow, most people. true okay, fan, that, that true sense. score. Yeah. I'm going to go with Alex and also give it a five. But I I enjoyed watching this and revisiting his moments. But I thought the editing was bobo, and <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to see more. You know that moment with Krillin when you first saw it as a kid, like traumatized you you know you was very upsetting and when goku went super saiyan for the first time you were like oh fuck oh fuck and you start like doing little punches in the living room and then your mom makes you take your medicine and it, he it, died his hair i can dye my hair yeah this is a big moment for all of us <laughs> so yeah five out of seven from your old pal krl hey everybody plug a plug a choo choo 
That's right, Katie. Did you know Hitler's train was named America? I learned that today on the educational super show, Ballin' Out Super. Ballin' Out Super. That's true. Only five. Drew, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks You're a for treasure, and we love having you. What? Where can our listeners find you? Uh, you could find me on Twitter, and Instagram at Diane underscore Hellboy, and I got photos. And uh, when this episode comes out, I'll post one of my many funny Dragon Ball Z photos that I have captured in the wild. Yeah, check it out. Drew also edits incredible music videos for Two Minutes to Late Night. I know that's not like a plug for you directly, but it's just a cool thing he does. Yeah, it's and cool. And I see them and I go, cool. Yeah. yeah. Two Minutes doesn't need any more plugs. We're doing, we're they, doing okay. okay. I take it back. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. Something I worked so hard on became famous after I was no longer a part of it, but that's fine. Uh, you can find me <laughs> at Twitter at Katie Rose or on Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. Uh, Alex. Yes, Katie, thanks. Uh, you can listen to uh, Pod Damn Americar, America's number one God Socialist podcast, and my serialized radio play, Theater of Delights, season two out now, Aaron Brock a Grinch. <laughs> what will season three be? Write in. No one has ever sent me an email. It's Just really, send me an email. It genuinely Did you is give so out good. your email address? I made a Theater of Delights email. It's theaterofdelights at gmail.com. I'll do the plugs for it here. There's no plugs for that show. <laughs> it's a great show. You should listen to it. And if you would like us to read an email, uh, please email us at ballinoutsuper at gmail.com. We usually do an email each show, but we simply did not have the time this week. So enter in, no time. Enter send in promo code Zesty Sauce, and I'll send you a photo of my cat's vagina. That's it for this Boom. week. Join us next week. Super! Super!